In society, to be regarded as bankable is to be seen as someone who makes a lot of money, either from personal brands or businesses. My name is Bisola Ayeola, and on today's episode of Real Talk, I'll be chatting with a few friends about how you can monetize your personal brand and also crack the code of bankability. Let's go, guys. Hello, Tomiwa. Hello, Lani. Thank you guys for taking out time to be with us here as we want to have our chit chats on bankability. So let me start with you, Tomiwa. Have you heard of the term bankable? And if you have, what do you think of it? What comes to mind? Um, I think money comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> Something related to making money. Yeah. One way or the other. One way or the other. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Lani? Um, same thing. Same um, thing. Yeah, same thing. Money, but obviously sometimes it's also credibility. Credibility. I'll say credibility as well. Um, yeah. That's it. What about you, Essie? Well, they couldn't have said it better, but then being bankable also means you something sellable, like something that would be good in the eyes of the market or something. So, yeah. so let me start with you now. Have you ever had to use the term bankable for yourself or when you're probably talking about somebody else? Uh, well, I think I've used it for myself, you know, especially in the aspect of, you know, social media brand yeah. influencing, where brands, you know, come to you and they want you to sell their products. Mm -hmm. That's you being bankable. Yeah. You know, because for the fact that they can come to you and say, we want to work with you, mm -hmm. they already think you are going to make us money. Mm. So, yeah, that's what it is. Now, in an era where overnight anyone can become a, an internet sensation, you can go viral over anything, you know, let's just you drinking water in a funny way, bam, yes. hey, One you become, look at, uh, is it Kabi that is it Kabi? Yeah, he literally yeah. doesn't say anything and he's, you know, one of the big, the biggest he TikToker in, in the world, you know, and obviously he makes a lot of money off of that. Do you think that there's a lot of pressure on other individuals? Lani, I'm directing this at you. At, at other individuals, um, let me put it in context of uh, clout chasing, doing all sorts just to be bankable. And, so, you know, let's answer this one first. Let's answer this one first. Because we find that, you know, the arguments, sometimes we have arguments with people saying things like, oh, no, you can't have a bad attitude. Brands are not going to work with you. But we find that these days, the more but, uh, toxic you are, the more money you make. Yeah. So Perhaps I should be more toxic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, I think that um, if you are selling the product, brands don't really care. That's my opinion. If you are, if you are going to move their products off the shelf, if I pay, if they pay me X amount of money and I sell triple X of their products, then they will do what they have to do and uh, manage my bad attitude. Exactly. Um, so, but for me, to be honest, it's slightly different for me because most of my work is, I'm not a social media person. I'm mostly in the at the back end of the entertainment industry. You know, so um, when you say, does it put pressure? I'll speak from my point of view, sometimes it does, because I'm now thinking, okay, you know what, perhaps I should post more 
on social yeah, media. Yeah. Perhaps I should become an influencer and make money because it's added income. So obviously people pay me for the work I do, mm -hmm. but then there's this, this one will pay me to help us like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, so there is pressure from that point of view to be, to be who I'm not. Mm. I don't know about, sometimes it's not clout chasing, it's, sometimes it's like you're questioning yourself, like do you need to evolve in the way the world is evolving or you just want to be who you were and then make the money you were making or you can make more money. Or you can make more money. Yeah. But Tomo, do you think it's okay for brands? Like what Lani said something about um, they, they, can, they can tolerate your excesses as long as you're bringing the money in for them. But is it, is it a good reflection on the brand itself, associating with someone who, yes, they may think is bankable, but you got a little commas here and there? Okay, so um, in my own opinion, I feel like not all brands work with certain people. Yeah. There are some very premium brands that once they see certain influencers on their list, they're like, you can't work with this particular person. Because sometimes I have to like, I get to create lists for some of these brands. And for some reason, they just take out some people off my list. Fine, those people are doing numbers, okay. but they just don't want to be associated with that kind of brand. Maybe because they post something Kayamata related. <laughs> or, and like, what's this all about? So, yeah, some brands won't work with certain people. They would rather work with maybe some 50K followers, 30K followers that have like genuine engagement. So, do you think that being bankable also has to work side by side with numbers? So to be honest, I mean, it's good to have numbers. It's good to have numbers. Yeah, because numbers, last last, that's like priority. Because without the numbers, how are you going to like convert for me and everything? But sometimes it's not really just about the numbers. It's personality, credibility. Like, for example, now a lot of people sell, like try to sell, um, um, beauty products so today you're influencing for x brand yeah tomorrow you're influencing for another x, x brand. brand so are you telling me you are drinking all those teas i'm <laughs> <laughs> not drinking all those teas yeah. people know that and everything so i mean i should be able to trust like me for example i've actually not worked with any skincare brand yet because i feel like for me to be able to work with a skincare brand i i must have actually tested and trusted exactly oh. my point so i feel like skincare is like a whole lot when it comes to that but Simple people just care, they just do anything that comes their way as long as they're paying the money and everything. So, Essay, I know that you are all, you're, you're very particular about the brands you work with. Yeah. I know that we've had a conversation a while back where you said there are tons of brands that come to you, you know, for you to influence their product for them, but, you know, you scan, 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 filter, filter, filter until you decide to, yeah. to work with them. What is that thing that's eye-catching? Some people, they are all about the money. Yeah, true. Bring the money, bring the money. But maybe, is it because you have other side hustles that's why you decide that you know what let me filter uh, this i'm not about this not lifestyle. really you see first of all as a brand influencer with followers those followers they're not just followers they're your fans people who look up to you people who want to do whatever you're doing okay so if i'm going to convince you to buy this particular brand it means i use it okay and sometimes most of these um followers they don't um, for, um, they don't patronize these people because they want to buy. They patronize because you are the one, you know, putting the product out there. Okay, and also it's always relatable when you work with people who, you know, have good products. You'll be able to um, market the product. You know. So if, if let's say I'm marketing this water, okay, mm. and the taste is great, amazing, tasteless, uh, tasteless if that's mm. what I'll call it. 
you know, I'll be happy to say it is mm -hmm. what it is, you mm -hmm. know, but lying about something I've never used or I mean, it won't sound convincing, convincing, you know, so I have to be practically selective because if I can't use it, I don't think my followers can, use, can it. use it. At me, because I'm the host now. Okay. You know, I know I know how my journey into this, okay. into monetizing my own talent yeah. came about. I decided to use social media as my own PR company to right. push myself. You know, I just decided, you know, I started making funny videos yeah. and, you know, Somehow, people decided to start seeing, even though I was already in the filmmaking business, you know, at the time, and I was, oh, I was already making music as well at the time, but I decided, ah, this social media, let's see, and then from one follower, two followers, hundred, I remember when I actually, it was my sister's phone I actually used to open my wow. Instagram handle for the first time, yes, I remember, I borrowed her phone, and then she locked me, I said, get out, <laughs> <laughs> she locked me in, in 2013, okay. but for you, at what point did you decide that, hey, Essie, you can make money off of this thing. Let's do this. Okay. Um, I think it was after, I think it was after I left Big Brother. And then that show was like a platform where, I mean, I was already out there. But at that point, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to be an actor. I knew I wanted to do business. But the influencing part was what I wasn't sure about because first of all, before you can, I mean, before you can be an actual um, influencer, you need to have like an idea of what the job is all about. It's not about having the numbers. Can you market a product? You know, so there are some people that you give them this product to advertise and they're dancing with it, they're not saying anything. <laughs> Tell us about the product. Yeah. What does it do? Why do you think I should buy it, you mm. know? So when I saw people, like, people who just dance with this, and I'm like, ah, is this how to market a product? Yeah. Can you tell me what this product is doing? You know? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I think I might do very well in this, you know, in in this, this field. And I said, okay, let's give it a shot. And just, as, just at the point where I was thinking about it, a certain brand came, and I'm like, okay, let's do this. Yeah. You know, and that was my first. In fact, I think that was like my breakthrough because at first I was scared. Yeah. You know, I was like, okay, will my followers buy this product? Yeah, you the know? nerves, everything. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, hope, hope it but then be a again, waste. when you when you're being signed to any brand, you have to be sure that your personality matches with what you're advertising. Mm -hmm. So it's believable that okay, yes, this is what it is. And then I looked at myself. I mean, I won't say I'm the most beautiful. You know, and um, by the grace of God, I speak well, you know, I'm practically intelligent. Yeah. Yeah. I do that to myself. So it's okay for people to, you know, want to be like me. Mm -hmm. So Associate in the process yourself. of, oh, she's pretty, she's smart, I like her brows, I like her makeup, I like her hair, I like her outfit. So it's easy for me to market these things, things to, to them, and yeah. you buy with all you know, with all pleasure. With so all pleasure. that's why I felt like, you know what, I think you should do this because I'm a marketable brand. Mm, awesome, awesome. Mm -hmm. Tell me, what, at what point did you decide that you was going to make money? Okay, so for me, I think um, mine was, okay, first of all, I had like, 1,000 followers when I was in SS3 on wow. Twitter. <laughs> in, in SS3 yeah. on Twitter? Uh, Twitter, that was like Mad 2010. Mad oh. Yeah, that was like, it was, it was a big deal. At that, at I used it like time. legit, because I remember when I made my own first 100 on Twitter, I was in 2014 wow. on Twitter, and it I was like, hey, achievement. It was a big deal back then, because, I mean, okay, like, first of all, everybody signs up on Twitter, and you're lost on that platform. Mm -hmm. Like, with, like 
I literally left Twitter for like one whole year. Then I came back, I started to like, okay, what do people actually do on this Twitter? So I, I got it. Then one way that I shot, I hit 1K followers. Then a friend of mine reached out to me. So then he was already into the whole blogging business back then. So he reached out to me, I was like, oh, can I connect your Twitter account to my blog? I'll be paying you like maybe 1K monthly. Wow. 1,000 euro monthly. <laughs> and so then how long was this? How long was this? 2010. And data back then, days of Java phone, 100, 10 MB can take you a week. <laughs> So imagine having mm. getting one key for just tweeting. I'm like, ah, mad. Oh, this is actually like, really cool. So I can actually make money. I was just tweeting and everything. That's how I started. So then I got admitted into University of Lagos, and because I'm a very curious person, so I, I wanted to like understand the back end to blogging as well. So I started a blog for something you know, like related back then, and it became like the biggest. And so brands would come to you know, like they pay me to like put up stuff on the platform. Artists in school pay me to put up their song on the platform because it was like a big, big deal. So initially, I was my like like officially I wasn't known. No, was yeah, but your name. name was known. Yeah. yeah. So I started getting awards. So I'll come out. So they started seeing the face. So I started building my own personal brand along that like in the process. So like on a fine point to pay them for. <laughs> <laughs> so I got I got I got a I don't want to mention the brand. I got one major deal back then twenty um twenty. 15, 2016, because I did, I did that blog for like three years before I finally took it down and everything. But yeah, so that's how it started for me. So why did you take it down? So you know, like came up with the policy of you can't be using our name. Oh, ah, wow. So, <laughs> yeah, so. We should have partnered with you. So eventually, the VC actually reached out to us. So okay. We had a meeting and everything, but... You had moved on. Oh, you had moved on to present things. I'm a bigger boy now. <laughs> so, yeah, Lani, looking at them from the outside, looking at, because you are not... You are always behind. I still have like 1,000 followers on Twitter. <laughs> are you looking at an influencing, bankable journey with your 1,000 followers now? No. <laughs> why? So, yeah. Okay, why? 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 Okay. Um, because she said something about knowing your personal brand. And the truth is that it's not my personal brand. So every new year, well, going into the new year, I'll probably have a new year resolution. I'm going to post on my Instagram every day. <laughs> I do two posts and I won't post till March. <laughs> so I've just come to the realization that, that it's not, not me. Your thing. You know? And then also business-wise, right? Obviously, I'm primarily a screenwriter. Um, business-wise is one of the things I learned or someone told me a while back is... Um, don't confuse your customers with your consumers, right? Mm. Um, so for me and what I do, my customers are behind the camera. It's, cost, it's the producers that are going to give me jobs. You know, I might get all the hype from people that say, oh, we liked your film. Yeah. They probably watch 10 minutes of the film. They, pro they maybe watch the whole thing. And then they might not give me jobs. Mm. But me, I follow the money. So, for, so I understand my business. And so for me, it's following the money. Following the money is the producers. However, how I spoke earlier on about these things evolving mm. is that obviously you now have people like Shonda Rhimes, who yes. has Shondaland. Yes. So having like that brand, because then the streaming platforms want to everybody that has a following. Mm. You get, so mm. obviously, yeah. So do you think so, yeah. that's detrimental to you? You're a writer. I have brought your characters to life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? I, I can say that. I can say yeah. that. I've been part of people that helped bring your characters yeah. to life. Do you think that it's detrimental to you? I don't know where your projection is or, you know, what you're looking at five, ten years from now. But you mentioned Shonda Rhimes. Yeah. 
do you think that that's the line you want to tell you? You say you post just two times in January. <laughs> next time, next time is March. And these big brands, your customers, yes, are the ones that are they are following these big numbers. So do you think it's like detrimental to you who is um, who is not putting yourself out there enough? So the question is, up to now, I t the honest truth is I still struggle that do I want to put myself out there? And when, um, because of the way the world is, mm. I try to think that I still want to have my own thought process mm. and have my own, be my own person. And when I think about influence, yes, there's influence of um, having X amount of followers mm. and being able to tweet and sell a product and it's great, but then for me, influence is being part of a show and one million people watching it. Mm changing the way one million people watching my show think about a certain... So all, every show I work on, every movie, I, there's a theme. There are things I want to address. Mm. You know, other people address it on Twitter, some people address it on Instagram, music, I'm sorry, uh, movies or TV is my platform. So for me, that's my sphere of influence. That's where I can say, oh, I have one million viewers mm. watching my... or um, on X channel. So X, basically, I'm in X amount of homes every 8.30, every, every day, for Monday to Friday. So for me, that's how... <clears throat> I really that's, how <laughs> that's how I make myself happy. That's how you make I have 1,000 followers. <laughs> now, Tamiwa, you said something yeah. about some years ago, you, the, everyone knew the name, but not everyone knew the face, mm -hmm. right? Would you say that, not that they can put a face to the name, mm -hmm. it has grown the brand and brought in more money for the brand? Or when you were anonymous, when you were just your name, Tomiwa, do you think that was a better time? No pressure to look a certain kind of way. Nobody has to know who this guy, just the name is doing the work. Yeah, so the thing about having a face to a brand is family and friends will come and tell you, Baba, I beg me to post this Well, if you don't know I'm the one in charge, there's no way you reach out to me and say, Baba, let me post. So I feel like, apart from that, a lot of people want to work with brands that they can actually relate with on a one-on-one. I mean, I have other accounts that my face is actually not attached to. So, like, okay, recently, um, a brand reached out to one of my pages. Um, and the person was like, because I've worked with that particular agency. Is that one of your pages? Tell us where your pages are. You, I, I had one behind. Behind? <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. no. Uh, did I call any name? No, I just said, I had one behind. So, like... <laughs> So, again, so the person reached out to the, to the page and she was like, oh, can I get a red card, blah, blah, blah. She sent the red card. Um, she, sent, um, she sent an email to send an invoice. So I was just tempted to reach out because I knew who I was texting. Oh this my gosh. Like, I asked her to text my personal account. Fam, this is me. Don't be Did you give her a discount? Um... Yes. Okay, because I, you just reveal yourself did. like that without a discount. Yeah, I did. Oh. I actually gave her a discount. And what happened? She paid that same day. Normally, oh. she might probably pay like maybe once later. Right. Because, okay. And again, she might not really trust who she was texting and all of that. So I had to like come out and say, oh, this is me, blah, blah, blah. So some people just want to work with brands they can actually relate to it on a one-on-one. -on -one. So I would say, um, I would say I've actually made more money now with the face than back in the days without the face. So Miwa, you deal with Twitter more, right? How do we how it? How do we how? How do we understand? How do we? Because I know that a lot of people, are, so many of my friends who, it's a, it's a, like you said, it's a numbers game for some brands. The more numbers you have, the more followers you have, the more ah, that means our engagements are up. 
I want to associate with this, but it's it's difficult times where algorithm is messing us up. You know, you are seeing your number, you are seeing the followers, but it's not it's not tallying with the with the numbers. You are seeing people following you, but it's not tallying. How how does one handle this? The pressure, all of it. How do you handle it? Okay, so I mean, first of all, we need to understand the fact that none of these platforms is actually our father's property. <laughs> So, so, so normally they, they, they will definitely mess with us. Like mm -hmm. sometimes they take down influencer accounts mm -hmm. for no reason whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Then algorithms is, is also messing up because mm -hmm. see the truth of the matter is last last Instagram wants you to buy ads. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yes, yes, they do. Now, they want you to buy ads. That's why they won't show a lot of people your. But post. how then does this affect the bankability of the individual? You've strived for so many years. You've built this base. And then all of a sudden, because you've been making money off of it, you know, your followership has been growing and all of it. And then, boom, they just cap it. How then do you stay bankable? How do you stay relevant? I mean, there are different ways. So first of all, I feel like, like, like he said, it's, it's more of the, like, okay, like, okay, let me just put it this way. It's the person, not the account. Hmm. <laughs> but it's the numbers on the account. <laughs> okay, so, 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 so when I say that, I mean... There's this very popular person on Instagram that yeah. his account has been deleted countless of times and everything, but mm. he, he keeps coming back and he keeps getting one mm. million followers mm. every time he comes back. Two million, mm. three million followers. Mm. So now it's not about the account, it's the it's person the that owns individual. the account. Mm. So that's the real influence. So that's the real influence, mm. the person. Exactly. Essie, how have you managed to stay bankable, stay relevant? Okay, first of all, you have to understand this. Also, sorry, let me add without being all over the place because you are not all over Good. the place okay yes so first of all you have to um oh i skipped i was going to say something okay well first of all you have to understand the social media market what do people like on instagram first of all for the ladies they like to see a girl who's always well dressed it doesn't mean you have to fake it to make it. Because <laughs> what do you like for the guy <laughs> i'm coming there i'm coming okay. there first of all you have to understand the social media market to stay relevant. So if you check now, a lot of influencers, they have their team. When, it, when I say team, I mean their photographers, their makeup artists, their hairstylists, and all of that. So now, you, for the fact that you are in the limelight, you always have to appear flashy and very sure. bright. You, you understand? And then you have people looking, ah, I like that hair. Where did she get that hair from? You know? That alone, that kind of picture is already an engagement, you know, to keep people talking. The outfit might be nice, it might not be nice, but it keeps people talking, you understand? Then, on the other hand, that's fashion. Then, on the other hand, comedy. Mm -hmm. You have to be funny. If you're not funny, well, you need to find a way to stay relevant. If you're not funny, you don't have jokes, then you have to be a motivational speaker. <laughs> No, don't mind me though. Mm. But what I'm trying to say is, you you just have to find Finding a way because there's, there's so many things to do that will keep you relevant. There's so many things to do. Um, you don't have to be a cloud chaser. You don't have to, you know, pick up a story you see online and try to. I, I don't know how to put it. Just shout, you just want to trend. Just the way you talk, yeah, you know. Yeah. But stay relevant. I just feel you should find your strength in whatever you do. Mm -hmm. which is what I just mentioned. Mm -hmm. So, and I think, for me, I think that that, that has been my way of staying relevant. That's and it. it's been working for me. Mm -hmm. um, Lani, let me ask you this. Right. Financial literacy. 
Is it important for an individual to understand the money-making aspect of business as opposed to having a team that runs everything for them? Oh, because we always hear things like, I'm the creative. I can't stress myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. We hear, yeah. you know, yeah, sure. I'm the creative. I can't bother my head with this. Let my business uh, handle it. Let my dad, dad, dad handle it. And the next thing you know, this person who's so creative, who's so talented, is boom, bankrupt. You know, there's... How? How did this person fall down? So um, do you think it's really essential for some? Is it okay for some? Is it not? I think it is essential to at least understand plus and minus. <laughs> yes. As in like the basics of accounting. Like, okay, if I spend X amount of money. Because I think also even, especially in maybe service business where there's no product. Is it easier if I'm going to buy this outfit? Oh, I'll buy it for 30K, sell it for 60K, it's easier. But in the situation where um, it's a service, where you, you're not, it's basically me promising to give you X amount of um, influence or what whatnot, um, sometimes people don't know how to price mm. their service, mm. you know, because they don't know what it costs them. They don't know how much they're going to do ads for. Mm. You know, so I think that understanding the basics of accounting mm. is very important, mm. but I don't think that it's essential for you to understand the whole, thing. the whole thing. I think that it's essential for you to have, to put the right people in place. Mm. You know, people that, because you've been, me, if I'm, for instance, now writing is my skill set. Luckily, I'm an accountant, so obviously that was my yeah. training, but mm, writing is my skill set, right? If um, you are an accountant, I'm going to bring you on board, but I need to be able to know that I'm checking at the end of every month, let me see the money in my account. Mm. Even if I don't understand what went in, I understand the business, I'm going to get the PR person who is an expert. I don't want to pretend to be an expert in those fields. I want to get experts in those fields because I feel like it will elevate yeah. me as a person. Yeah. So, um, okay. yeah. At what point did you decide? Because you said you started your, you're an accountant. Yes. But you're a writer. Yes. Being a writer is what's bringing in all the cha-ching, the cheese, yes. the cheddar. <laughs> At what point did you decide that you were going to monetize this talent of writing that you have? There are plenty of stories. <laughs> but to keep it short Give us the most interesting one. The most interesting one. To keep it short and so obviously, so I was a financial analyst with a company. Mm. I was writing. I wasn't making money from writing. Mm. Um, but then... So I do a lot of... Maybe because of nature of like my training or education is I do a lot of analysis, even self-analysis. And I figured like, um, if I, um, if I, um, what do you call it? If, I, if I'm a writer, if I'm, if I'm an accountant for the rest of my life, do I think I can be the top 10 accountant in Nigeria? Hmm. I couldn't see myself. If I pursue writing, do I see myself as possibly being top 10? And I said, okay, yes, I could. Good. And then I was about to get married. Mm. And I figured, you know what? I've proposed to this girl. It's better for me to take the jump now before I carry another person's daughter in the house mm. and be drinking Gary. Because mm. I know there'll be hard days. Mm. So let me face those hard days alone. No. So that's why I quit my job. And then I went on the journey to say, okay, you know what? This writing thing, how are we doing it? And how has it been so far? It's been great. It's been great. <laughs> <laughs> it's been, it's been, so I'll tell you the, the sweetest part. That's when I knew that, okay, maybe I'm doing something right. Obviously, when I quit, my, my mom is an accountant as well. She has a firm. So you know that whole story. Oh, he'll take yeah. over the firm. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Um, my mom, I remember, which was one of the hardest parts. Because when I told my girlfriend at the time, she was like, this is what you want to do. I said, okay. I told my mom, ah, what boss I could? As in, there are tears. And 
it's, it's, it's an image I still have. And then one day I'm just chilling and then my mom sends me a message. I don't know why up to today. Mm. And she says she's sorry for delaying my yeah. venturing out. Oh, so it just feels like, okay, that means I'm doing something right. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. So it's been good. It's been good. Long and short, but Fantastic. that was the moment that, that was the moment. I was like, yeah, okay. Okay. Ah, oh, beautiful story. Oh. At least your mom she came back to Apollo. African parents, they rarely do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Essay, let me ask you this. What changes do you think we should see in the industry as regards monetizing one's personal brand? Um, honestly, now that you've asked, I've actually not thought about, thought about any mm. change. In the aspect of the influencers, I would say maybe because they don't have management, but I'm speaking on behalf of people who have, um, I'm speaking on behalf of the vendors because I hear a lot of them complain a lot on how they pay influencers and then they don't get their jobs done. Mm -hmm. You understand? So it's just like you pay someone to advertise for you for a month or two months and then they do four posts for you and you don't hear from them anymore. So I feel... If you're being paid to do something, why don't do you it. just do yeah. it? Regardless that, of see, the fact. See, that's yeah. where the contract comes in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, even, even, even if it's not, you just have an MOU. True. You know, just mm -hmm. an MOU stating this and this, these are what I'm obligated to do. Bam, bam. Seven mm -hmm. posts. Yeah. So, so and so days. Yeah. Beam. So, I know. think that's, that's one thing. Because I personally don't like it when I see, especially the part where they start calling each other out. So, I think that's one of the things I would, you know, like to like see, to see changes, changes on. Yeah. What about you, Tomiwa? Um, so I'll be speaking on behalf of the micro-influencers, yeah. right? So um, most of the time, these brands or these so-called agencies, they owe for like a very long time. <gasps> I don't know if it happens to like... Because <laughs> these this brands just feel like they can owe these guys for... I've, I've, I've done campaigns where I didn't get paid until like, like a year after. What? Stop. Very ridiculous amount of money, or like when you hear the amount, and <coughs> so frustration now make me start threatening the real brand or like, like, bro, what's going on? Oh, so you call people like I'll call the brand. But a lot that happened recently, yeah. So this was last year, November. Like, I was actually really, really frustrated because then I was not really doing like a lot when it like in terms of work because I was in hospital with my dad, he was very sick. So that period, I was going through a lot mentally. Yeah. Eventually died this year. Oh, so, <laughs> thank you. So that period, I was actually going through a lot. So there was this job I did one time for a particular brand, right? It came to one agency. Mm. Apparently, this guy already got paid even before the campaign started. He got paid times 10 the amount I charged. So you could have paid you. So I reached out to the brand directly. I reached out to like my friends that actually work with the brand directly, and they were like, "Something I've already paid for." They sent me the invoice. They sent me the receipt of payment. I saw numbers. <laughs> ah! And then I was actually going to like the worst. So, so it was you actually took it all out on. It was so painful. So I, I was now I was now lost in between calling this particular person out, out. because he's always going trad. <laughs> <laughs> Like a bitch boy. On social media, we buy so, it in his pocket. Like, what? Guy, pay me. So it's a trend. I was like, don't kill me, please. So yeah. So I mean, mm. you need to like try once or twice to like pay on time. Pay. Nobody's saying you should pay before it starts, but at but least, at least, at least, max thirty days, max. Mm. 
So, final question. Right. Lani, I'm going to start with you. Just give us one short, quick, sweet comment for upcoming writers as your own case now <laughs> on how they can be bankable. So, uh, what I'll say is work on your craft. Work on your craft. I know that there's credibility and everything, but I believe that the industry is suffering for people that are charging for work they can't do. Hmm. And it tells in the movies we see in the cinemas. Mm. I'm not going into that, but it tells in that. And uh, you know how they say, there's this trading thing now. Um, yesterday, today's price is not yesterday's, yesterday's price. Yesterday's price, yes. It's the same way that today's talent should not be yesterday's, yesterday's talent. talent. When they come mm. to learn it today, you should be better than yesterday. yesterday. Hmm. So that's what I would say. Fantastic. Essay? Well, if you ask me, I would say, first of all, you need to know your strength. Mm. Okay, because um, a lot of people just want to be an influencer. Mm, just for the sake of yes, it. Yes, yes. But you need to know what exactly, I don't know how to put it, what exactly you are good at. It's true to you. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. and, and then I feel like if you want to be bankable, you need to be open to, um, should I say, crit how, how criticism. Do you, yes, yes, yes. You yes. have to be open to it. And then be willing to learn so you can be better. Because if you if you just want to do you, you just want to do your do thing. You not listen to anybody. Yes, mm. my dear, you're going to make a lot of mistakes and you won't know when you're going astray. So, so I feel that, yeah, so yeah, that's it for me. That's what that's what I have in my head right now. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. What about you, Tomiwa? Okay, so I'll say you should be um, more niche driven. Okay. Right, because a lot of people are trying to like do everything at the same time. same time. If you want to be into sports, please be into sports. If you want to be into food, if you want to be into lifestyle or what fashion, let's know that that's your that's your niche. You can't be doing fashion and be doing food tomorrow. Mm. You're gonna confuse mm. brand. Ooh, right? Okay. Shots. Why are you firing shots at me? <laughs> <laughs> so why are you firing shots at me? Firing I'm shots. a girl and I believe in. On or call, what just? Yes. <laughs> it's not one road that leads to the. No, I mean there are people like that. That like, for example, now even if a sports brand to reach out to you, probably do it. Now, of course, exactly. I will play the ball. As long as you can do it right. Oh, well. Mm -hmm. And again, it's all under the umbrella of entertainment. But I, I actually get you when yeah. you say you should niche. be niche-driven mm -hmm. because. Um, that's where the authenticity comes to play and that authenticity does bring in a lot of money, money. when people can be truth can feel the yeah. truth and genuineness of whatever it is that you're trying to market, market yeah. Exactly. yeah so i actually agree with you on that okay well i'll work on myself and i will work on a niche a niche market on <laughs> <laughs> that one is avoid to finish though yeah hey. Hey. Advice to finish. Advice to finish, yeah. but in this business, see finish is sometimes inevitable gear, especially when you're starting out. And that's why I said avoid it. I mean, to come, ah. see finish will come at some point, but then just try to come. avoid it. Man, tolerate it. <laughs> and then when you get to the, to the, to the, to, to the level where you know what? Hello. I paid my dues. You can't yeah. talk to me like that. Have no more. Yeah. 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 yeah, no, no yes, no. But all right, thank you so much, Lani. Thank, thank you so you. much, Essie. Thank you so much, Tomiwa. This was thank really you. interesting. And I'm sure everyone who's watching, who has probably thought about, oh, I want to be an influencer. Oh, I want to be a writer. Oh, I want to go into the lifestyle beauty business. 
you know, would have a thing or two to take away from this and would understand that, you know, there's so much more to your craft. There's so much more to you carving a niche for yourself. There's so much more to you being patient, you know, and understanding that everything it is that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with that, you can build your little so community true. and it starts to grow. You're staying true to yourself and it starts to grow. And then you can become bankable. But you know it's <laughs> You it's have to easy. know. You have yeah, to keep yeah, no. Yeah. Don't Very ever important. be discouraged. You have to keep doing it. As Very long as your soul yeah. tells you this is what you want to do, you just have to keep doing it. And, and, and initially, it, might, it, it might not make sense to you. It might yes. not make sense, at, but at eventually, point, yeah. you'll be good. All right, guys. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. You have to stay true. <laughs> it might not make sense at the beginning, true. but at the end of the day, everything would pay off. Definitely. So, guys, share your comments in the comment section below. We'd love to hear from you. Share with us. Let us know. Things that you think can change the industry, the entertainment industry. Things that you think can make one more bankable. Just share with us. We'd love to hear from you. And we can communicate, rob minds, and yeah, help our lives become better. My name is Bisola Ayola. Thank you guys so much for watching Real Talk with us today. And until next time, au revoir. Bye. <laughs>